Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Tip of the Mint Fishing Report with Brian Kosminski of True North Trout. How you doing, Brian? I'm excellent, Marvin. Good to hear your voice on a beautiful sunny day in northern Michigan. Yeah, it's kind of shocking because you're going to have like this like 48-hour window later this week that you can fish, and then it's going to like everything's going to start freezing again. You're getting ready for Santa Claus. It Hopefully it freezes for the mountains to be able to make snow. They've been busy for the past week, and right now it's 45 degrees and sunny. Everything seems to be melting. The roads are getting all slick. And uh, Wednesday, they're calling for close to 60 degrees. I may either go throw a nymph in the river or throw a streamer. It's a tough call this time of the year. Yeah, but, you know, you got to um, got to make hay while you can. Do you have a preference for, you know, when you get like a short window after it's been kind of seasonably cold about what works best? It all – it depends on where I'm going to go, whether I hit the Manistee or the Jordan or the Sturgeon, uh, because I've got, if I'm on the Manistee, I'm above a dam, so I'm not fishing for any steelhead or an andromus species. I would be best to throw a streamer or I could nymph, but if I were to go hit the Jordan or the Sturgeon, I could probably catch a couple steelhead by throwing an egg and a nymph. So it depends. Yeah, got it. And I would imagine, too, folks shouldn't be fooled to think that the bite window is earlier just because it's warm one day. It's still kind of later in the day, right? Well, here's the the flip side is everybody thinks that it's nice and 50 degrees and the water should be warming up. The water's actually cooling. It's just like when you put an ice cube in your water glass. As the ice cube dissipates, it's dropping the overall water temperature. So as the snow is melting, that's going into the ground and getting into the river at 33, 34 degrees. That's, it's dropping the water temperature from 45 to 39. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So you basically need to go find basically where springs are coming in and things like that to kind of up your chances a little bit. Exactly. Any feeder Creek, uh, and sometimes just deeper runs where that water might just thermocline itself and you'll have pockets of warm, cold, and that's where your fish generally tend to conglomerate. Yeah, interesting. And, you know, we've got a question this time for you, guys. That's awesome. It's good to hear that people are out there. Actually, when I was at the uh, Remote No Pressure broadcast a couple of weeks ago, there was a gentleman who came out and said that he loves listening to you and, and I talk about what to fish and where to go fishing. So it's it's good to hear that there's people out there that actually pay attention. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, it's either GR Union guy or Grunion guy. It That's his Instagram handle. Um, Grunion and, guy sounds familiar. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so he wanted you to explain indicator leader making for nymphing. Whew. It all depends on if you're, you're doing the indicator with a bobber slash sight indicator or if you're actually tight lining it and you're going to Euro style, which I'm more in tune to doing, especially in the winter time, because then I don't have to worry about a bobber getting frozen and messing up my drift. Essentially in the Euro style, you don't have to worry about the line itself. The fly line is, is non-existent. I'm going to put 25 to 30 feet of maxima, 25 pound or 30 pound maxima and that run that all the way down to a cider, which is going to be the, it's either like a orange or a yellow monofilament that you can buy from Umqua, from Rio or from scientific anglers. And you can tie that onto your line and put a two or three foot section on there. So that's what you're going to focus on. And then you use a tippet ring and tie that to your cider. And then I'm going to use five X 
about four or five feet, put on my first nymph, and then my second nymph is going to be tied off the first, which is my dropper or my point fly, with another two feet with six X. The point, and even if I did this with an indicator rig, if I took uh, just a regular leader, let's say five X nine foot, I could put my indicator on there at any point in time usually it's going to be on the bottom third of the leader because that's the only diameter that's going to fit inside the indicator slot and then i'm going to put another four or five feet of 6x or 5x on there whichever you prefer and then have another tag fly hang off of that the reason why we want to use 5x or 6x is the 6x has such a smaller diameter and we're using fluorocarbon keep that in mind but i want that diameter the line to slice through the water and get to a depth below the top two feet the top third of the river is constantly moving beneath that the river doesn't move as much and that's where the fish are going to be and you need that fly to get through that first column of speedy water to get down in front of the fish yeah, makes sense. Yeah, are we there? No, I, I I'm there. <laughs> I'm sitting there. It's interesting, right? Because they're all different ways to do it. If you started looking up the French versus the Polish versus the you know the Spanish, the the Italian, all everybody has their own unique, especially in the Euro nymphing. And then the, the Americans, uh, you get into Michigan and the Great Lakes, and we do so much steelheading that it's almost chuck and duck that you just put lead on there. We try to avoid lead especially with an indicator because you're just pulling it under, but you need that fly to get down there. So use your fly with tungsten to get your weight advantage. That way you don't have like a triple kabonker line set up. Yeah, for sure. And you can also too, like I know guys like Devin Olson and I know he sells it on his online shop. He'll actually sell, it's almost like tubes of chapstick, but it's different colors of wax. Yeah. Um, to color your leader, or you can even do that with Sharpies. Cause I know like you can buy like the white Umqua or Rio indicator stuff or, you know, yellow and orange, all different colors. But those are some things too, that kind of, you know, help folks uh, make sure that they can actually see what's going on. Absolutely. And sometimes guys will actually tie your cider line and make a knot and leave the tag ends off so that you can see that sitting on a 45 across the water because at different times, the light is bouncing off the water into your face or through your line. It makes it difficult to see. But if you have a tag end of your line where you made the knot, you can see that junction. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, gosh, we could, uh, we could do an entire podcast. You totally could. And Devin, Devin and Lance Egan, those guys have it so dialed in and they do a phenomenal job. Um, but you, they're fishing tailwaters, and those rivers produce fish all winter long because they've got midges and they've got uh, smaller bugs that are hatching that the fish consume, or crust bugs, uh, sow bugs, freshwater shrimp. They've got a ton of those, which we don't have as many, but it's definitely a fishery worth doing behind any kind of dam. Yeah, for sure. And I know if you look on Devin's site, he's got some additional, you know, if you really want to geek out grunion guy, you can uh, go and he's got multiple uh, leader formulas. Uh, so you can kind of play around with them and see what works best for you. George Daniels is another good one too. Um, great source. Pick up one of his books. Lance 
super awesome. Devin Olson, awesome. I love all their pages as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. And, you know, if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag. And then we will need a drawing at the end of the season for some cool stuff, you know, from True North Trout, but also a $100 gift certificate from our friends at Norvice. And want to thank them for generously sponsoring the fishing report. And also want to give our listeners a heads up that they're running a shopping special. Uh, on their website uh, from now until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Christmas Eve. And if you go to the Norvice website at www.nor-vice.com and you buy a gift card of $100 or more, you will get a $25 discount, I mean, not a $25, 25% discount on your next purchase from the website. And all the details are on that gift card page. If you're interested in that, you ought to go check it out. And uh, pretty cool, right? That's awesome. I would jump on that in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. I know one of the rules is you can't give a gift to yourself and get the discount. So no double dipping. Well, unless there's another member of my family that has a different last name. Yeah, well, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll leave that to you. You're conscious. Yeah, and you can talk. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can talk to Tim about that. Um, but uh, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you? Obviously, it's not prime guide time now, but with the holidays coming around, I'm sure it's a great time for folks that want to give the gift of guided fishing to have book a trip to maybe hit uh, spring steelhead with you or something else. Absolutely. And we were just talking about buying experiences instead of buying material items. Uh, Christmas gift certificates for fly fishing trips are an excellent idea. You can contact me through truenorthtrout.com, also on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Love to hear your input and send me some information. And we want some more questions, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And Grunion Guy, if we didn't answer your question all the way, just hit us back again. And we're happy to talk about this the next time. And, you know, Kaz, this is the last fishing report we're going to do this year. So Happy uh, holidays. Absolutely. So I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and tight lines. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks very much. Have a great new year. You too.